0: Hey, hey, what is up, guys? Amir Fazeli here from Adonis Athletics, where the strong belong. And you're listening to another episode of Bars, Plates, and Protein Shakes. Today is about uh, the topic of nutrition and, more specifically, how to uh, address somebody's nutrition who uh, is just starting out. The, the, The typical guy or girl, and by typical I mean this. So often you get a, a new member who comes in, and they are already um, either over overweight or they may not be so so much overweight, but but just out of shape in the sense that they're carrying a little bit too much body fat in ratio to too little muscle mass, right? And they want to get in shape. They say they want to. They want to. Um, they want to uh, trim up. They want to get shredded. They got uh, they got an event coming up. Summer's coming up. Music festival coming up. Whatever it is, right? And you ask them, well, what have you been doing? And they say, well, you know, uh, I've been I've been dieting. I've been eating, you know, barely anything. Uh, I've been surviving on lettuce and water. And uh, you're like, okay, no problem. So, what do you think we should do initially? And everyone's initial reaction is, well, I need to, I need to continue to diet. I need to diet even harder. And uh, you know, logically, that that obviously makes sense to everybody uh, because everybody associates dieting and uh, eating less with cutting weight. Uh, specifically, dieting. In you know borderline sadistic ways and shit. So the re- the real answer here is to actually do what sound- what seems counterintuitive. You actually have to increase calories. When somebody comes in in that sort of a state at that point in their uh, you know in the in their health and their condition, what you often find is that. Through long-term cutting through long-term dieting uh, which has led them to that point by the way that typically what happens is people want to lose weight you know so this person has this is not the first day that this happened right this has been going on for a while and now they've got themselves into this mess so what had happened was months ago maybe a year or even a, a years ago they decided that they want to do something about their health so they began to cut cut food they, they began to cut food pretty drastically uh, thinking that they got to uh, be on a chicken and broccoli diet and you know no carbs no soft drinks no basically everything except for like the bare minimums they end up eating once or twice a day so there is absolutely no way they're getting enough protein in, into their diet on a daily basis and coupled with that they're on a severe caloric deficit. Two fantastic ways for you to lose muscle and for you to eventually start to really damage and slow down your metabolism. Because what happens is, is uh, to, to add insult to injury in a case like this, uh, somebody like that also tends to not engage in much, if any, um, physical activity especially in this in the way of uh, weight training so this is a very dangerous combination I'll tell you why firstly um, let's just establish the fact that for your for your body to be lean and for your metabolism to be optimal you need to carry as much muscle mass as possible for the weight the body weight that you are walking around at at any point in time right If you're 60 kilos, you wanna be a lean 60 kilos. If you're 70 kilos, you wanna be a lean 70 kilos. 100 kilos, you wanna be a high, and so on, right? To do that, obviously, you need muscle mass. Now, to build muscle mass, you need to engage in in, uh, resistance training, in weight training. Most people don't do it. And of the ones that do do it, uh, of of people in this population group that I'm talking about, they do it half fast. It's either just a couple of days a week, or, when it does happen, it's not significant weights being shifted. It's not weights that's challenging that's being lifted. And there's no systematic way of adding volume, no systematic way of programming, anything like that. Uh, they just b- throw a bunch of exercises together, and um, even the weights that they pick uh, on those exercises that they've thrown together, are, uh, um, you know, they, they leave much to be desired, let's just say. So, in the first place, there is no real stimulus for the body to build muscle tissue, right? Now, even if there was a stimulus to build muscle tissue, there cannot be muscle tissue built because of the next two reasons, which is the lack of protein intake and also the lack of adequate caloric intake. So, when you're in a caloric deficit, especially in an extreme one, and the more extreme your caloric deficit is, the worse it is. Uh, you not only, uh, not only is it very hard for you to build muscle; it was actually impossible, almost, for you to build muscle because you're in a completely catabolic state, meaning that you are putting your body in an environment where it's consistently uh, destroying. Let's say or getting rid of tissue and this tissue typically comes in the form of, in, in these extreme cases, muscle tissue as well as some fat tissue and, and so forth. Uh, and as muscle tissue gets, you know, under-regulated, uh, under under-built, under uh, your metabolism uh, slows down more and more and more. Uh, Couple that with the fact that there's no protein available in adequate amounts in the first place anyway, uh, it causes even a further magnification of this problem. Oh, that makes sense so far, right? So you're with me. So the problem here is that first thing, they don't engage in weight training. Secondly, uh, they don't eat enough calories to be able to maintain any muscle tissue that they do have. And thirdly, they don't... Uh, have any proper intake of protein um, to be able to sustain any muscle that they that they may build so in a case like that they're already suffering dramatically in regards to uh, where their metabolism is when they're walking in through the door so it's not uncommon for you to see uh, somebody who is say 90 kilos 95 kilos consuming 1800 calories and maintaining, Uh, you know, 1,800, 2,000 calories. That's not a lot of calories for somebody of that weight. If you're that weight and you are lean, you should be well into the 2,000s, pushing, you know, even over 3,000. If you're talking somebody who is is trained and lean and sitting around the 90-kilo mark, you should be eating, uh, if you're optimally... You know, if, your, if your metabolism is at an optimal rate, you should be around the 3,000 mark, give or take, obviously. And so, in a case like this, what that tells you is, as a coach, is that the person is sitting at that weight, 90, 95, whatever it may be, but a lot of that weight is, is fat tissue. It's not lean mass. They are not a muscular 90, 95, when, when they are faced with that kind of situation where eating 1,800, 2,000 calories is maintaining their body weight. So the first thing that you would do is not actually cut this person's calories down even further. Although that is the initial instinct that people would go with, that's not the first thing that you would actually do. Because if you were to cut this person's calories down from, say, 2,000 calories down to 1,500 calories, now you are digging them into an even bigger hole because you will find that on 1,500 calories, they will lose weight, sure, they will begin to lose some weight. But that's going to be short-lived. Uh, and when that stops working, what are you going to do now? You're going to cut uh, a person that's sitting at 90 kilos down to 1500, uh, to 1,000 calories from 1,500? It's, it just becomes absolute madness at some point. So... What you instead have to do is you have to increase calories at a at a gradual rate and um, whilst you do this, you have to make sure that first and foremost, protein requirements is getting hit. That is the number one uh, priority, to make sure that you increase calories gradually and to make sure that... Uh, there is adequate protein being consumed if you have a look at a majority of the problem people that are in this kind of a problem they are having one maybe two meals a day Uh, and they are lucky if both of those meals uh have a a significant amount of protein in them by significant i mean anything that's 30 40 grams of protein you you just do not see it and and People don't realize that they're doing it, uh, and well, I mean that's, that's expected, right? That's our job as coaches. That's our job as as personal trainers to be able to teach these people and tell them why they should be eating the way they should be eating, how much protein, why protein is important, why we should be increasing calories rather than decreasing calories, what the long-term plan is in this case, and how it's supposed to play out. And so, if it's done correctly, when their calories are gradually increased, and the macronutrients are immediately improved uh, you will notice that uh, through the coming weeks they actually may start to lose weight and part of the reason for that part of the uh um, the main reason for that is is because the protein is getting uh getting met and so protein there's a there's a direct high correlation between uh how lean somebody is how much lean lean body mass they carry and, and just generally how lean they are in the long term and how much protein they consume. If you look at anybody around you who walks around lean pretty regularly, I can almost guarantee you that they have just in general a diet that's high in protein, much higher at least than, uh, than the people in this example that I'm using who are coming in at a heavy body weight but are relatively a uh, higher body fat in, in ratio to lean body tissue and muscle. Uh, so just to recap, if you're somebody who has just come into the gym, has been struggling for a, a, quite a while to try and turn their body composition around and uh, walk around a little bit more leaner the, f- the first thing you want to do is not drop calories. You want to gradually actually increase calories and immediately get onto uh, fixing your macronutrient intake or more specifically and specially protein. Make sure you're having enough protein for your needs. Uh, in a, in a uh, reverse diet situation where we're trying to feed the body more and more calories, you should be aiming Uh, depending on where you are and and how early it is in you actually trying to do the reverse diet, uh, you should be aiming at having anywhere between two times, um, 1.8 to 2.2 times body weight in in protein. If it's it's the earlier days for you, have the, uh, the, towards the higher end, so towards the two, 2.2 times body weight uh, in grams of protein. Obviously, it gets a little bit skewed depending on how much body fat you're, you're carrying and how much lean body mass you're carrying, but that's just a general rule of thumb. Uh, in fact, you know what? Just to keep it simple, just go with two, two grams per kilo of your body weight and cap it at about the 220 gram mark, just as a rule of thumb. And uh, strive to continuously increase calories over time, slowly, every week, and uh, uh, and then make sure you stick to a, a well thought out and guided strength training program or weight training program and then just watch your progress in the mirror over the coming 6 to 12 weeks hopefully that helps out this is Amir Fazeli from Adonis Athletics where the strong belong and you're listening to Bass Plates and Protein Shakes